Yo, what up, everybody? It's the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with uh, Dual Train. Hi. I'm Matt B. And I'm here with DJ. Hey. <laughs> DJ hey. DJ. Hey, now. DJ DJ. Hello, everybody. He's spinning the discs. <laughs> he's spinning on his head because he's a breakdancer. DJ, what, what smooth jams do you have for us today? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Julie. So... <laughs> You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. Well, we, I, I am glad he asked. I'm not going to tell him. Oh. You're, so, you're such a great DJ. Oh, thanks, buddy. You're, you're the. You are a great DJ. You're a great dually. Thank you. You're the best DJ I know. Aww. You mean that? You're the only DJ I know. <laughs> hey, we're missing somebody. Oh. I wouldn't say we're missing him. I w- wouldn't exactly say that I am also missing him. <laughs> BWK. BWK. Yeah, well, everyone knows who's missing. <laughs> who's always missing? You. One episode <laughs> out of 53. An impressive track record. What an episode, though. Yeah, it was all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, BWK's not here. Where is he? He's in California. Yeah. Doing what? Uh, he is... Uh, he's Getting at, plastic surgery. He's getting plastic surgery to look like a um, a mouse because yep. he's going to MouseCon. He is going to MouseCon. Yes. He's been a, he's a fan of the original Mouse series yep. and the reboot. Right, and he's also read the mangas. Yes. What famous uh, celebrities are going to be at MouseCon? Oh, um, let's see. It would be um, <laughs> Chester Cheeto. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the famous mouse. Yeah. Um, the that guy who played Doctor Mouse from the show Mouse. Yeah, Mouse MD. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, the cast, the cast of uh, Full Mouse, will be there. <laughs> yep. Um, and the two dudes from Mouse Hunt. Yeah, I heard Rod Damon canceled the. Other, <laughs> A prior, prior arrangement. Yes, he yeah. sure did. It's too bad. What's he working on? Uh, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think he's working on um, <laughs> a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good for him. God bless him. Yeah. Here's how the show works. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Top 5 of Death. <laughs> uh, every week we have a uh, topic, and each host gives their uh, top five list on the topic, and then the list go up onto Facebook for voting, where uh, a vote is held. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> the vote is held at facebook.com slash top five of death. Then the winner is announced the following week and then the winner gets to uh, write a short story or uh, death involving the host uh, using subject matter from the previous episode. Um, last week we had a very fun episode and we played a game of Would You Rather and for some reason DJ ran away with it. Um, what do you mean for some reason? I, I don't know. I, for I, some reason, you had to run away with it. For some reason, people uh, voted for your list. I don't know which he one. He had a great list. It was okay. It was great. It was okay. It was. It won. Yeah. <laughs> it's really right. not debatable. Soundly. <laughs> well, the I'm going to start questioning the audience here because... Okay. <laughs> I think that... Uh, you haven't won in a while. That's not true. When was the last time you won? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like three episodes ago? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, it seems like a long time. Yeah. Mm, no. I win pretty frequently. No, I won three episodes. I won two in a row and then duly won. Have you won five in a row? <laughs> no. <laughs> then no, shut up. Have you? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the record. It's five That in was a row. your glory days. This you is season three. <laughs> you, you think I can't get them back? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get them back. Whatever, not, old man. Not Maybe not this week. Unless I do win this week, then I'll start this week. But then if I don't win next week, it was a practice run. Can okay. I say, do you, do you know what I think... Uh, 
won people over what? was the Muppets or cartoons. Yeah. That, that was the thing. I couldn't figure out which question because no one was like, oh, that one was great. You know, like usually like when somebody runs away with something, it's like because one thing, one particular thing like had everybody. Mm-hmm. No one was posting like whatever. So I couldn't understand what was so great about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was the first one where everyone was really good. Yeah. You know, all, yeah. All five of mine. Uh, honestly, you know what? You know which one I really liked too what? was the time machine. You had, what was it? You asked, would uh, you rather have a time machine? A what if machine or a what really happened machine? Yeah, leave yeah. it up to DJ to always alter his number one for some in some way. Three options, DJ. Three? I'm a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. You're, okay. a, you're a rule breaker. I'm not. I, I'm spicing up the show. You I'm can't. doing a damn good job. I think BWK is actually in California getting plastic surgery to look like DJ. Oh. And he's getting his name changed. To DJ? Yep. But He's not. just such a trendsetter. Oh, yeah. He BWK is a, trend. is a trend hopper. Yeah, he is. He, remember, that, <laughs> remember when he had that uh, that mohawk? <laughs> yeah, that was yesterday. BWK <laughs> with a mohawk. Hey, someone uh, funny, do uh, do do a mohawk on BWK and put it on the Facebook. <laughs> someone funny. I'd love to see that. Um, yeah, I think that one. That was a very thought provoking question. I I liked it. Yeah, thanks. I think you did a good job. Do you have some deaths to oh. dole? I do. I do. <laughs> did you do that on purpose last week? What dole the deaths? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? <laughs> Last week you said uh, I. Uh, he said, "I'm gonna dole the deaths, like, <laughs> like deal the deaths." Don't uh, you have gonna, some deaths to deal? No, dole. 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 Is dole. that a word? Yeah, dole them up. Yeah. Come mm. on, dude. Right. Let's dole them. Yeah, Bob Dole. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll start. All right. So I'm gonna preface this real quick. I tried to do a. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> I tried to do deaths that were all linked together in uh, a really cool, like, kind of Back to the Future type thing, like oh. a time machine. Now he's, but now he's talking up, my language. I ended up confusing myself, and <laughs> I, I <laughs> just kind of missed the mark a little bit. Most of it uh, intertwines, but there's a, a few things that don't really work, but yeah. I'll, I'll just read them anyway. Okay. So if you get confused, I don't blame you. Okay, um, so if you get confused during this, don't blame DJ, yeah. right. and, he doesn't bl- and he won't blame you. I'm just going to point out that I'm going to predict that DJ will win again this week mm-hmm. because he has such a sweet hoodie on. A, oh. ho- a, a hoodless sweatshirt. <laughs> it's a crew neck. A crew you guys neck. will see it. If you're listening to this on Facebook Monday, <laughs> then you will see our lists in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're listening to this today, you'll see it. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're right. I won't even say <laughs> what it is, yeah. but it's a hell of a sweatshirt. Oh, thanks, bud. Um, real quick, before you, before you go out, Facebook.com. Slash, slash top, top five, five of, of death. death. That's the numeral five. Please go there to um, vote on our lists. And also, if you enjoy the podcast, we are accepting donations. You guys have been donating, and it's been incredible. Yeah, it really is really helping. It's I, I can eat again. Um, we're also on Twitter, <laughs> uh, top five of death on Twitter, and on Instagram. So um, yeah, we appreciate all yep. the play we and get you, during the week on social media. And you can follow us on Tout. What is that? It's a new one. No, it was old. It was like a yeah. f- it failed, right? Yeah, I think Tout? so. Yeah, WWE tried to help it out, and uh, yeah. I don't think it did anything. <laughs> I've it was, never even heard of that. It was exactly. kind of like Vine. Yeah, it was kind of um, like Vine. It was like, oh, you know, so you can tout something. It was a mix between Twitter and Vine where you would just say something into like your <laughs> camera, camera phone. Right, and, and they were uh, like, on, on like Monday Night Raw, they were like, here's the latest tout from some fans, and it was always like the most pathetic people. It was, it was like, the guy just being like, yo, the rock is yo, good. Yo, I think uh, Cena's got this one, but uh, I don't know, you know, Brock Lesnar, he, he might uh, he might pull it through, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, <laughs> keep it going, WWE, and, uh, you know, one love. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ones that That is get, a good impression of a WWE the, fan. The ones that get cut off at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the rock is really... 
<laughs> and, and that's all we had from Magic Man 42. <laughs> Yo, this is Magic Man 42 checking in on the tout. <laughs> um, okay, not to keep you from your deaths, but okay. please dole them. All right. Consider them doled. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to ask you a question real quick. Would you rather die a hero or live to be a villain? Live to be the villain. Okay. After diving out of the way of a speeding car at a local playground pra- where you go to pray, apparently. <laughs> playground? I'm going to start from the top. <laughs> oh, a playground. <laughs> I want to go to the playground. I'm playground. I only need I pray. <laughs> oh, I'll try that again. After diving out of the way of a speeding car at the local playground, <laughs> oh. potential convicted sex offender Matt ran from, <laughs> the, ran from the playground with his pants around his ankles. <laughs> While running back to his perverted hideout, he saw a, a building on fire. Without pants or thinking twice about how much of a hero he'd be, Matt sprinted <laughs> into the building and saved 100 people. He was immediately labeled a selfless hero and just as quickly labeled an inconsiderate asshole due to the fact that he saved 100 people and started giving interviews to local news stations when he could have been saving the other 400 people inside the building. <laughs> 100 is <laughs> enough. <laughs> the 100 survivors started chasing Matt to rip him to shreds when a mysterious man in a really, really nice car offered Matt a, a place to hide. Wow. Matt took him up on his offer and was immediately chloroformed in the passenger seat. He woke up hours later on a slab in a basement with more, with a lot more of a headache and a lot less of a penis due to the mystery <laughs> man giving him an, an experienced sex change. He bled to death on the table from having his first and last period. Aww. Hey, that's cute. Yeah. So I had You're finally lo- a woman. So I no, I had a lot less of a penis. Yo, so I still got like ten inches right. Yeah, it's being hidden by your enormous vagina. <laughs> That's fine. I'll definitely protect my 10-inch penis with huge labia lips. <laughs> with a huge vagina. Yeah, this is what happens in BWKs, not here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. There's no one to go, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dooley, would you rather have no one show up to your wedding or no one show up to your funeral? Mm. <laughs> funeral. Okay. <laughs> All right, so one day while driving his really, really nice car, Dooley decided to smoke 57 cigarettes at once. <laughs> When the smoke got to be too much and the car became too foggy, Dooley crashed into another car in the parking lot of a playground where Matt was masturbating and was ejected through the windshield of his car and in through the windshield of the other car. My sperm? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, He he died instantly. He was buried with his dick out and donning his priceless three-generation family heirloom, his disgusting face mole with no one there to look at it. All right. And I asked BWK uh, last night, would you rather have a rewind button on your life or a pause button on your life? And he said a rewind button. How long did it take him to answer? Uh, I think he said rewind and then pause and then change it back to rewind. No, wait, no, no. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Is this going to be on the census? Yeah. <laughs> okay. what's, what's the right answer? Uh, regretting his decision to take $100,000 accessible anytime, BWK was given a second chance when he decided to take $800,000 between 4 and 5 p.m. He used the money to... Uh, he used the money to build the BWK Institute of Advanced Technology after donating his toe to science. Uh, and he, <laughs> he and 500 scientists built the first ever time machine. He used it to get his eyelashes back from a witch and learned everything there is to learn about Blossom. His <clears throat> high on his own success, he started working on the invention of the What Really Happened machine. At 2 p.m., he started putting parts together and mixing chemicals and tools he didn't know how to use when it dawned, <laughs> him, dawned on him that... He didn't know anything about science, and it was really the 500 scientists who really invented the time machine. The concoction of the materials that BWK combined to start the uh, What Really Happened machine (laughs) suddenly became engulfed in flames, and the building started to burn with every employee in it. (laughs) 
BWK ran out of the building in a panic and abandoned his employees. At exactly 3.02 p.m., he hopped in his DeLorean and sped off away from the scene. Without noticing his <clears throat> his missing windshield, he pulled over in a playground parking lot to gather his thoughts. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can use the DeLorean to go back in time before I started working on the... Just then, a speeding car crashed into the DeLorean, killing BWK instantly and activating the time machine to 3.02 p.m. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So what I was trying to do <laughs> was like make it one big loop where right. one story, like all the stories interconnect. And then I was like... I, I was working on it in my car like before I came over here and I was in my car for like a half hour trying to make sense of it. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just read it like this. <laughs> Whatever. It'll happen. Yeah. Whatever. Like, that was a good death though. Yay. Nonetheless. Yay. Thank you, thank you, cool. Cool. Rack, uh, rack and roll. Yeah. Rack and <laughs> roll. That's true. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> rack and row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still drinking an energy drink so I'm all hopped up on goofballs. Oh my God. Uh, uh, yeah. Great, great job, DJ. Um, so this week uh, we're doing um, we're doing top five current stand-up comedians. That's correct. We all like stand-up, right? We love it. Yes, we do. Yes, great. Because I was <coughs> nervous about it because some people don't like stand-up. Really, I'm Who I'm very particular. Um, I I can't think of uh, too many people offhand, but I I know there are instances when I've referenced the stand-up joke or something like that and be like oh you know so and so and they'd be like eh. and I'm like oh he's a stand up comedian and they go I don't really like stand up yeah. and then I just my mind blows up <laughs> because I don't get it like I this is gonna sound redundant but I don't get how people don't get stand up comedy <laughs> yeah um, it's I, I could I I guess I, I don't agree with it but I could understand because it's not very it sometimes isn't very visually stimulating so I think some sometimes maybe people might not necessarily give it a chance so I I understand maybe not necessarily being super into it but there's like so many life-changing stand-up comedians out yeah. there yeah I mean it really kind of uh, and we're gonna talk about them yeah it really kind of shapes um, you know your your humor I would say depending it's, what you like and what you don't like even if you don't get or like stand-up comedy, you have to at least appreciate it for how hard it is. No, you know what? That no, because I bet people y- you just don't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, you no, don't. No, people do, but I'm just saying people. Uh, people would make the argument. It's like, oh, I'm just up there, you know, talking, and it's like it's so much more to stand-up comedy yeah. than that. But uh, it's very hard. Can you give me a, a give me a stand-up joke right now? Uh, right now? Yeah. Uh, okay. Talk about the airplane. The airplane? Yeah. Uh, the airplane. Um, I don't know if you know this about the airplane, but uh. I was married to an airplane once. <laughs> and, uh, he was. He was. That's like um, me. It ended pretty badly, and you know, I thought I was, uh, I thought I was safe from mm-hmm. everything. And uh, then in the divorce court, I forgot about the black box when <laughs> all those times that I, I beat the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> would you say your relationship crashed and burned? Yeah. Oh, nice. good. Duly, I'm glad you would say that. <laughs> Dooley, I just want to ask you a question. Sure. What's today's date? Uh, today is the. I don't know. 12th, 13th. Close. I don't know. What day were we When recording? people listen to this, it's not going to be that same date. So Just asking. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> He's giving me such a shit. I'm performing in the future. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we all, but I mean, all three of us here genuinely, uh, genuinely uh, appreciate stand-up for as, a, as an art form, and we also are very entertained by it. So we wanted to talk about some of our favorite current stand-ups. So I I didn't necessarily pick like people who are just coming on the scene, but more so people who are 
still currently active, active yeah, in, in the stand-up comedy game, and these yeah. are my favorites right now. Right, yeah. That's, that's the same thing. People that I'm, I'm listening to that I could potentially see live coming up because they still perform. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of newcomers, and I think in the Tons. last, like, couple of years, there's been, like, a lot of really, really awesome people to come on. Yeah. I don't necessarily mention them, um, but that being said, I just wanted to say how I made my list, right. which Wh- is just... Why don't you start? I love. You want to start? I will start. So this is a comic that I actually just started to get really into. Quail Man. He's been around for a while. It's Quail Man from Doug. Hey. Uh, this is Jim Jeffries. You guys know Jim Jeffries? I know I've, I know his name. I've never seen any of his stuff, though. Have you seen his stuff, Matt? Mm, or heard of him? I've heard of him. I, I'm not too familiar. I feel like... I feel like I'll recognize him once we start talking about him. Um, he's he's Australian, so he has an Australian accent. Um, he is so funny and poignant. Um, I've watched two his two of his uh, specials now, and uh, he <laughs> he's one of the most offensive comics I've seen in a really long time. Really? I was shocked. Is that something? Is that something that you're into? Like offensive comedy? Um, I wouldn't. I don't say like uh, if I like a comic, he needs to be offensive, but. It's refreshing every now and then. Let me ask, he's offensive how? Does he use a lot of vulgarity or is it like more his subject matter? Um, Both, I would okay. say. I would say. Um, he has one joke. This isn't necessarily offensive, but this is just like a funny point that he brings up. So he, he was talking about um, how he has a, a little boy and he brings the little boy to daycare. And uh, there's this one woman who works at the um, the daycare facility. And whenever he like walks in, the woman gets really excited because like, his son is her favorite kid out of all the kids. So he walks in and the kid gets really excited. She gets excited and she's like, that's my boyfriend. And she picks him up and she's like, my boyfriend gives me kisses. And he's like, you know, just like a little baby. And, you know, he laughs and stuff. And it's like a funny dynamic that that they have. And he's like, oh, it's so adorable. And he's like, but can you imagine if I worked there (laughs) and a little girl comes in with her dad and I go, there's my girlfriend. <laughs> my girlfriend gives me kisses. <laughs> like how completely different that is. And I thought that was such a fucking funny point. Yeah, that is funny. I'm about to listen to him now. Um, he he like does a lot of a lot of that kind of humor. Um, <laughs> he made a really fucking crazy joke where he was like talking about how he's he's so much he's so much more glad that he has a little boy than a little girl and he was like i just i wouldn't be able to connect with a with a uh, little girl i wouldn't be a good father he's like i wouldn't be awful i wouldn't fuck it or anything but i mean (laughs) and he calls it it (laughs) he's like i wouldn't fuck it or anything and i was like holy shit this guy's out of his mind i've heard i've heard his name for a really long time and i just started to get into him and uh he's definitely like he's up there now he's I'd say he's probably my number five wow. <laughs> favorite comic. I'll have to check him out. I'm typically not into like shock comedy. It's not necessarily like that though. Yeah. Because it's it's very poignant. Right. Um it's not necessarily just like I'm gonna see he's not Bob Saget, I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. ever seen Bob Saget stand up? I've heard some stuff. He just swears yeah. and that's his gimmick. So it's I can't have you thinking that that's his gimmick. Right. Um but it is very uh offensive. Cool. Um, does uh, he still tours? Uh-huh. Does, does he tour the states ever? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Australia's got a he, uh, pretty big comedy festival. He has a uh, a stand up special on Netflix, and his newest one was filmed in Boston. Oh, cool. Oh, really? What the Wilbur? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Huh. No shit. No shit, huh? Ah, no shit. Eh. So why don't you give us your number five? My number five. 
Uh, my number five um, is uh, he's an older comic. He's been around for a while, and um, I almost wasn't able to put him on my list because of a reason. <laughs> but um, but my number five uh, is a classic standby, and it's Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave oh, Chappelle. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, you, it's hard. To, it, it's it was like I felt like maybe he's not active. Well, he wasn't for a while because mm-hmm. he stopped. But he he performs. He was you know. He performs here and there, so whatever. He just did the... Uh, he wasn't on the last Oddball he was comedy, on, store, comedy he, tour, but he wasn't on the one before that. He was on the one before that. Yeah. So he is currently performing. And I saw him the other day on TV. He's getting old. Yeah. I was like a little taken aback it, by it. Yeah, I mean, he's been out of the spotlight for so long. Yeah, and I just... Like, I watched... I still watch, like, his special where he's, like, you know, young. I'm like, yeah, it's Dave Chappelle. Then I saw him, I was like, oh my God, it looks like he was, like, in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he hit. <laughs> But, I um, fucking love Dave Chappelle. His stand-up is so goddamn funny. Oh, my God. It, it really is. And like, um, Do you have a favorite bit? Um, do I have a favorite bit? One that I can repeat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I like, um, I like the, uh, the, the one where he's talking about how... Uh, <laughs> how uh, oh, I know which one. Uh, he's talking about him driving in a car with his white friend and a cop oh, pulls up next to him <laughs> and, if, and here's like an observation somebody made one time is like a lot of like good a lot of people like uh um wider received uh black comedians mm-hmm. all do a good white person impression right i love that impression yeah it's his, so, his impression of a white person is great right and in like if you think of it like people who do white people funny are usually more Widely accepted amongst <laughs> white people, uh, like um, who else? Eddie Murphy and yeah. things like that. Um, well, I feel like they're not necessarily malicious about it. No, no, it's no. more accurate. Right. It's just it's relatable. It's like ah, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I'd say one of my favorite bits from Dave Chappelle is the one where he's he's in the car with his friend uh, Chip, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is a fucking <laughs> yeah, his, his white <laughs> friend Chip, the whitest name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's just like uh, he's like and uh, the cop pulls up next to me and. You know, Chip leans over and he goes, Dave, I'm going to race him. <laughs> <laughs> and before, you know, before I could say no, you know, because like, I was smoking weed. I was like, you know, sometimes you got to race. Sometimes you got to race. I don't know. It's like, and then he goes on and talks about how they got pulled over. And the cop was like, what are you doing? And he's like, and he's like, he's like, and I couldn't believe this shit. Chip just looks at him. Hi, his fucking goes. I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> so fucking, that whole bit is so fucking funny. And he's talking about that, and he's also talking about the time he walked up to a cop and asked for directions. <laughs> I'm a little high. <laughs> I'm a little high. <laughs> I need to, he's like, I just need to be pointed in the direction of 3rd Street. And the cop goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You're on 3rd Street. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. Be careful. <laughs> it's so um, funny. Dave Chappelle is a, a gem. Are you a fan of his show? Yeah, his show great. was great. Did you, are you? Do you like Dave Chappelle? I do like Did Dave you? Chappelle a lot. Yeah, I, I'm more of a fan of his show than a stand up. I never really watched too much of his stand up. Oh, I think you would love it. Yeah, no, I probably yeah. wouldn't. I just never really sought it out. I guess. Mm. Oh, so you're the racist now on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm racist because I love Chappelle's show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just like a racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> trying to trying to move the heat to somebody that can handle it. <laughs> oh, that's your plan. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's still funny, but there's no way he's what he used to be. Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Yeah, I heard um 
I heard a story about him like uh, doing like a, a walk into some club in New York. Yeah, he did like a surprise show, and, and like it was, was it was kind of schmet. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. which which is too bad because like, well, it that, makes sense. He's been out of the game for so long. He's, he's not, not going to come back and be like fucking quick, fast, awesome Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I know, and like he's he's out of, he's been out of the game for so long, and. He he has so much hype behind him. It's like, oh, Dave Chappelle. Like when you go to see Dave Chappelle, even if he walks into this, you know, whatever the comedy store or anywhere, yeah, it's like you expect top tier whatever, and it's like it's such a high level to live up to, and it yeah. kind of sucks. I would hate it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why he stopped doing it. Right. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I yeah. heard he did a six-hour set one time. Yeah, did he, you guys hear that? He just, yeah, he just kept going. He just kept going. Uh, like recently or when no, he was, was a couple years yeah, ago. actually years ago. doing stand-up? I think it was post uh, the Chappelle show debacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's my number five, Dave Chappelle. Nah, good, good pick. pick. All right, uh, my number five is Stephen Wright. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you guys like Stephen Wright? I do like Stephen Wright. A local hero. He certainly is. Um, I had to look up just to make sure that he was still active, and he's got he's got shows. He so, does. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. I'm not wrong here. Where? <laughs> so I am not wrong here. <laughs> go, go look it up. I dare you. Um, so basically, Stephen Wright. If for anyone who doesn't know uh, his material, he basically just does one-liners. I think he was the first of his kind. I don't mm-hmm. ever remember anyone doing them before him. No, actually, just to tie in mine and yours, Stephen Wright is the guy on the couch in Half Baked, which also stars Dave Chappelle. Right? Yeah. That's oh yeah, it. good connection. He's uh the radio DJ in Reservoir Dogs also. I was gonna say is that. Is Dave Chappelle in it? Uh, uh, can I, I interrupt so. you? I was gonna say that same thing. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Okie doke. <laughs> All right. So uh I like he doesn't really do bits, so I, I guess I'll just read some of his one liners, which are incredible. He's such a unique comedian. It's uh, I'm such a huge fan. And I think it's so cool that he's such a local uh celebrity too. But uh all right, so uh, I went to a restaurant that serves breakfast at any time. So I ordered French toast during the Renaissance. <laughs> uh, if a man says something in the woods and there are no women there, is he still wrong? Uh, I'd kill for a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> can you can can you can you deliver it in your best Stephen Wright impression? Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, call. Right, all right, uh, let me see. I'm writing an unauthorized autobiography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was that? That was, that was perfect. Do you guys want to try one? Yeah, yeah I got all some. Right. I um. So I, 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 I know a couple off the dome. Yeah, okay. I, I have two favorites, and he's like, uh, like I took a girl out on a date when I was younger, and her uh, her father was like, "Have her home by eight 15. I was like, "Middle of August, cool." <laughs> <laughs> and the other one I know is uh, that I like is um, he's like, I uh, I have I put brick wallpaper over a brick wall in my apartment, so when people come over, I can say, "Touch it, it feels real." <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, my favorite joke that he has is he, he said something along the lines of like I was at the mall and I was looking at the map and it said you are here. Wow, how'd they know? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, funny thing is uh, we have a friend. Um, actually, it's a person's house that we go over to watch our wrestling pay per views. Our friend Ken, um, his mom uh, was a cop and actually arrested Stephen Wright back in the day. Oh, for, awesome. for, for what? what? Uh, drunk in public. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and it was like he, it's a crazy story. His mom told me one time, but like he, uh, it was in Tuxbury, Massachusetts, and he, um, they took him, you know, they arrested him. They, they PC'd him and brought him to the station. And a lot of people knew who he was, but some people didn't. And he was just doing his shtick the entire processing time and wow. just like didn't care. And it was just like cracking jokes and like people were dying laughing, like all the cops were. And it was just like, what a cool story. That's incredible. Um, my go-to Stephen Wright joke when I talk about him is uh, I went to the movies the other day and I looked at the, the menu or the prices on 
you know, tickets and it said adults eight fifty and children six fifty. So I said, I'll take two boys and a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's another one here that says, uh, I was sad because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. (laughs) So I said, got any shoes you're not using? (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a sucker for that type of humor. I think that's why I loved uh, Mitch Hedberg so much. I was going to say, do you think he influenced Mitch Hedberg? Oh my God, yeah. Like Dimitri Martin. Mm. uh, He paved the way for guys like that. Even uh, Jay London, who was on... Uh, last comic standing, he had the same type of um, just like one liner. Yeah, yeah. It, it's such a smart, like impressive type of comedy. Yeah, it's great, and it's so. And I, one of my favorite parts about the comedy, like uh, comedy style, like that, is that you can tell somebody else and they'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like me trying to butcher a fucking Dave Chappelle bit. Right. It's like oh, <laughs> then he was like, "Chip, no." <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, it's hilarious, Matt. Good one. Um. Yeah. I mean, what I like about that kind of comedy too is like it's like they get funnier after you hear like. 10 in a row right yeah yeah after a while it becomes like holy right. shit yeah. this is so fucking and, funny and they're also the type of jokes that like when you think of them a month later you start you, like, you laugh all over again yeah. it's right. great they're timeless they're timeless jokes he's got so many that I just forget about them and then I, it, yeah. when I go back to read them it's like I'm hearing them for the first time I'll, right. I'll end it with one right now and you can go duel uh, I stayed up all night playing poker with tarot cards I got a full house and four people died <laughs> <laughs> that's great he's a great guy He's Wonderful. Number four. My number four. You guys might have heard of this comedian. I've seen him live a few times, and that is David Cross. Oh, cool. Oh. Still still an active stand up comedian. Yeah. Um, do you guys like do you guys like David Cross? I, I love David Cross, yeah. I, He's great. I do. I do like David Cross. Do you like his stand up? I like his stand up, yes. I think I like his stand up more than most of his other stuff. Mm. Uh, do well, you maybe like, it's not true. I like Mr. Show a Mr. lot. Mr. Show is good. Yeah, Mr. Show's great. Um yeah, he's he's so funny he's the same thing with him like he he can be offensive but his stand-up is very smart yeah. yeah it's not necessarily just like oh i'm gonna say fuck a lot right <laughs> um yeah he's just he's so smart and he's so poignant he has <laughs> he has this one bit about um whenever you see a heroin addict at the park he like is you know someone's always like stumbling around and like falling asleep and uh he's like word of advice i'm not saying you should do heroin don't do heroin, but if you're going to do heroin, take a seat. <laughs> He's like, take a load off. You you got no place to be. Just why don't you take a seat for a while? <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, and obviously, like, his stand-up's incredible, but... He's amazing and obviously Mr. Show, and, you know, I think he's awesome in Arrested Development. And, um, yeah, I mean... He's been he's been in some things that are questionable, like Elvin and the Chipmunks. But I know like, we can we, look past that. It's so <laughs> weird, like uh, like for that eh, guy's got to eat. I get it. Yeah. Well, have you ever heard his uh, open letter to Larry the Cable Guy? Oh my god! Um, I feel like I have. He had a yeah. book that I read, and I think that was in it. Yeah, I, I was actually gonna read it until I realized how long it actually is. <laughs> it's so long. The gist of it is, though, like he's like you're. Basically, like it, it's kind of serious. Yeah, it, it says is. that he's like you're not a comedian and all this stuff. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He actually, I don't know if you knew this, Matt, but he like writes really amazing essays. He had uh, one essay about um, how heartbreak for him never gets easier, and he's had his heart broken like you know so many times, and you would think that you know like the fourth time you get your heart broken, it would just get easier, and he's like every time I just get crushed. Yeah. And uh, and I. I like read it during 
like a really bad breakup I was going through and it was amazing. I like was able to identify with everything he was talking about. He's, he expresses himself very, very well and, um, succinct. That's yeah. That's definitely a talent to have. It's a talent I don't have because whenever I write anything out, it's way wordier than it has ever. That's why I have such a hard time. Like I'm trying to do stand up, and when I write something out, oh my god, it's so (laughs) fucking. It's like I was walking down the street, and the street was really long. (laughs) You wouldn't believe how long the street was. It's so yeah. It's it's so wordy, and like I I look at it, I'm like. This story could be told in 30 seconds. <laughs> it's five pages long. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, uh, let me read the, the final paragraph of, oh, it's not even a paragraph, just the, the last sentence of uh, uh, his open letter to Larry the Cable Guy. He says, uh, anyway, I just wanted to address the stuff you wrote about me and clear some things up. Mostly the air around here. I just farted. <laughs> Think of something to do and see that task to completion. Fart, David Cross. <laughs> Because he basically just says that he's a comic that makes fart jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah he does not like Larry the Cable Guy. Everyone should look up his open letter to Larry the Cable Guy and read it. Poor Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Is That's he not on, even is his he on real your voice. List? Is he on your list? He's not on my list, but I I don't take anything away from him from being an entertainer. I don't think it's... I think it's a... I'll be honest with you, I think it's a bit snotty to call him out on not being you know as artistic as you deem someone has to be to do something. I don't think it's snotty. I can not like it. You can also, yeah, you can definitely not like it, but to call him not a, to accuse him of not being a comedian seems a bit elitist. Yeah, maybe. I saw Zach Galifianakis um, live one time, and he. I think we were at the same show. If you're going to tell a story, I think you're going to tell. How does it end? Uh, he makes a joke about Larry the Cable Guy. Oh no! Oh, he's like, um, he he has this bit where he's like pissed about it, and he he probably really is pissed, but he's like. Like guy sells a million dollars in belt buckles and fucking <laughs> just like flips out. But the, the idea of him selling a million dollars in belt buckles is so funny. Yeah, no, that's true. I uh, I saw um, Zach Galifianakis one time and his whole bit was like this big. The ending thing was like this big extravaganza where he ended up in like a tutu dancing around. He had like the sketch pad. Yeah. And the last sketch, the last thing on the sketch pad, sketch pad just said, "Stop, Dane Cook." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I have one of those. What a sketch pad that says stop dancing. No, no, I have like Oh a tutu. Yeah, no. When he was done doing that, a bunch of people went onto the stage and grabbed those sheets and me and uh my friend Jared had one. It was at UMass Lowell. Yep. We were there. I have my I was there there too. I have my picture uh, me and Jared have our picture with him. Oh, I I was with wasn't I with you, the group? Maybe. Fuck it. You're unremarkable, I don't know. (laughs) I'm unremarkable? (laughs) I'm unremarkable. Why don't you go do your number four? Oh shit, it's my turn, that's right. Yeah, so my number four is David Cross. David. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his number four is Crisscross. Cross. <laughs> Chris Cross. Hilarious. Um, my number four is a guy that um, I have well, I have a lot of respect for all these guys, but um, I have a lot of respect for this guy. Oh. And it's uh, my number four is Jim Gaffigan. Ah, awesome. good pick. Good I, pick. Lo- I love Jim Gaffigan. I, his, uh, and it's interesting because he does a lot of his writing with his wife. Which really? I, yeah, him and his wife are the people who write which I think is so cool because they have uh, like four kids together. Mm. Yeah, and um, I like I just like I I think about Jim Gaffigan, his like his lifestyle, like how he lives his day to day life, like in a house full of children, like young children, and his wife helps him write jokes. Like imagine, imagine, like all right, Dooley, I'll put you in a situation, okay? Sure. You and your girlfriend, you know, you live together. You oh get in. God. You get in your typical. Low job. You're getting your typical <laughs> blue job. No, it's like uh, your typical like um, <laughs> pointless fight, like over nothing. You know, uh-huh. someone didn't didn't fold the laundry correctly. Okay. 
imagine having to then write jokes with that person. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's so strange to me. Right. And like his. Let's let's put this on hold and actually yeah. get some work done and be funny together. Yeah, it's such a. It's no, such that a, must be a beautiful relationship. <laughs> I know. I, to me, it just has to be flawless. It's yeah. perfect in every way. Yeah. Um. But he's um. It's like uh, he's a clean comedian, which I, I have a lot of respect for. Same um, here. And uh, he, not that he was ever dirty, but like he uh, he did an interview where he's talking about like in his earlier years, he would you know you drop an f bomb and say mm-hmm. fuck or whatever. Um, then, yeah, then, he used to back in the day. Yeah, right? he used to, but not like a lot. It was never heavy. every now and then. Yeah, but he, yeah, he wasn't like opposed to it. Uh, but now he doesn't do it at all. And he talks about how he went back and rewrote some of his old material to um, take the word out of it. And like his like justification was for that was like. He just felt like he was, he could convey it without having to say fuck. Like mm-hmm. it was a challenge to him mm-hmm. to get the same emotion across, uh, and like a, as like a writing style. Yeah. To tell the same joke, make it better, and take the cursing out, which mm-hmm. I thought was a cool, a cool thing that he did. Um, yeah, it's a cool goal. Yeah, and he also like his albums are like themed. Like he's got a like one of his albums is just straight up, straight up food. <laughs> it's yeah. like the whole thing's about food. It's it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's 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 like ninety minutes, not ninety minutes. It's probably like over an hour. But the whole the whole set is all food related, and it's great. Yeah, absolutely great. Do you have a favorite bit? I have a lot of favorite bits. Um, there's one where he's talking about his fourth child being born, and he's talking about how he lives in a two bedroom apartment, <laughs> and he's like, uh, it's like uh, people ask me what it's like to have a fourth child in a uh, a two bedroom apartment, and I just say uh, it's a lot like drowning, and then somebody hands you a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's, um, there's that one. There's obviously the, um, the one everybody likes, the Hot Pocket bit. Yeah. Hot Pocket. (laughs) He's got that voice. Um, then there (laughs) and, uh, he's, he's talking about how he likes, um, fast food burgers more than, like, he expects a fast food burger when he orders a burger at, like, a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, ordering it. He's, like, he's, like, guys, can I get that in uh, 30 seconds? And could you uh, wrap it up in paper? I want to feel like I'm opening a present. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's so great. I fucking love Jim Gaffigan. And he's got some great, great interviews on the Nerdist. So if you're interested in, like, stand-up at all, uh, check out his interviews on uh, Nerdist. Not to promote another podcast, but... I love... um, I come from a big family, nine parents. (laughs) (laughs) Six kids, Catholic. He actually (laughs) took me a while to get into... I th- I think I just didn't know what to expect from him like the first time I saw him yeah and and now I obviously love him and uh, one thing that I like used to like not quite get that I love now is when he does like the like audience commentary like yeah, he'll yeah. interrupt himself voice. with yeah. like what the audience is saying and yeah. like, oh he's weird yeah <laughs> oh I think that's so fucking funny one thing I I take away that's in my everyday vernacular is I call people weird birds because <laughs> I was coming from the sea he goes he's a weird bird and I don't even call people birds <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny it's funny yeah. to me but yeah my number four is Jim Gaffigan he is an absolute delight he is a little I've shown him to people and it is a little weird to get into but once you're on board it's fucking great yeah yeah, yeah so definitely Jim Gaffigan it's great um, my number four is John Mulaney. I've never, ever seen that guy. You need to. It's too bad. He is so fucking You funny. both like him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He used Tell write, me about this man. Right, he used to write for SNL. He's a pretty young guy, too. And he, I don't know when he got hired at SNL, but he's, I, I think he may have just turned 30 if he's not 30 yet. Wow. No, he's yeah. young. He, he, uh, oh, yeah, right now he just, he's like right around 30. Yeah. Um, but me, me too. I'm 
Sitting in my kitchen basement. Yep. On a shitty show with <laughs> stupid idiots. That was so shitty. Did you ever see um, SNL with Bill Hader when he played Stefan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bill Hader co-wrote those jokes with John Mulaney. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. And he... That's great. That's a great bit. Yeah. There's interviews all over the place of John Mulaney talking about them, and they're so awesome to hear the, the backstage uh, side of it. Right. Uh, so is he the one who would like throw curveballs at Bill Hader to yeah, like, get he, him to he, laugh? Yeah, he would give Bill Hader like what was going to be um, on the the show that night, mm-hmm. but then he would throw in jokes that he wrote that Bill Hader didn't know, and yeah. he would surprise him, and that's why Bill Hader would crack up so much, right? Because uh, it was literally his first time reading it on yeah, the yeah, exactly. teleprompter. Yes, um, but yeah, his stand up is incredible too. He's uh, a huge fan of like. <laughs> Law and Order SVU, <laughs> and uh, both of his uh, stand-up specials that I've heard both have separate Law and Order jokes. One has just his impression of Ice T, <laughs> and the other one is just the various like the same characters in every episode, which fucking kills me. There's uh, the guy who is getting interviewed by police that doesn't stop unloading crates <laughs> from his van. And, uh, the that's bar- such a funny observation. Yeah, the bartender that remembers everyone that's ever been in his bar ever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like his version of that is like oh yeah th- that lady yeah blue shirt lady I remember her she came in about 935 <laughs> 936 <laughs> she, she, uh, she uh, you know nice lady she looked uh, you know like she was happy or whatever and then she, like guy she was with didn't look too happy though <laughs> <laughs> he remembers every yeah, detail yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great album uh, the Law and Order bit he's talking about he's like his favorite thing one of his favorite things about Law and Order is like uh like you can say the grossest things you've ever heard if you, as long as you say them the right way on Law and Order. He's like <laughs> doing his impression of us. He's like, so the victim suffered anal contusions. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. He oh, had, he had semen and fecal matter in his ear canal. <laughs> yeah, can this is this is probably one of my favorite John Mulaney lines or bits, and it's from the same segment of his uh, stand-up uh, special. Um, he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> Um, Dean Cain was a guest on oh. <laughs> was a guest on Law and Order, <laughs> and he was like, and they did like a, a perp walk, right? And they had like a the victim um, or the witness to identify. So it's like four people walk in. One of them is Dean Cain, and he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, I know it wasn't going to happen. He's like, but I wanted her to just to look at you know the four perps to to put an idea on one of them. But I just wanted her just to stop for a second, just go. That Dean Kane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dean Kane. Yeah. That's Dean Kane. That's pretty cool. fucking Dean Kane. <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but this fucking kills me. Just that just the way he fucking delivered. He's got great delivery. And his like his the way he his whole act is refreshing because it's so unique. Mm-hmm. Right. He's so, he's very like flamboyant, even to the point where like he makes fun of it because like he knows he is. He's like He's like, so it's with my girlfriend, which is a weird thing to say because I'm probably gay. <laughs> <laughs> like breaks the fourth wall of it. Yeah, it's it's really funny. It's he's it's, and like his voice is great. Uh, he he has a joke where he talks about being a kid and how he used to get made fun of for being Asian American, which is weird because he's not Asian American. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, why would they make fun yeah. of him for that? <laughs> when he was a kid, I guess he had um like he has like dark hair and a bowl cut, mm-hmm. and like his eyes are pretty thin now, but they were a lot thinner when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went on a field trip to like some symphony or whatever, and someone on the stage hit a gong, and everyone at the same time stood up, turned around, and bowed at him. <laughs> it was like, which is offensive, but very well coordinated. And like, it's uh, that's awesome. Then he later ties that uh, <laughs> he ties that joke into uh, 
he's when he's younger calling Blockbuster to check oh, on a video yeah. game, and he keeps calling because it's it's like he's waiting for it to come in, and the guy at Blockbuster is like, you know, starts chewing him out, and he's like, he called him, uh, he's, he's whatever, he's like, he's like, I wasn't offended because he was yelling at me. He's like, I was offended at, at the word he's using because I'm a proud Asian American woman. <laughs> and he's just fucking, I'm he's, a tiger mom. Yeah, I'm a tiger mom. Um, my favorite bit that he does is uh, like this quick bit where he's a Def Jam comic doing uh, a bit about Home Alone 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird yeah, idea. It's so funny. I, I forget how it gets brought up, but he's like, he's like, you see this shit? You see this Home Alone 2 lost in New York shit? Is that how you get lost in New York? It's a grid system, motherfucker. <laughs> That's uh, great. It's a great comic. Yeah. Check That's it. awesome. Uh, he's got a show coming out soon, too. With uh, It's called Mulaney, mm-hmm. and Martin Short plays his boss. Oh, that's right up yeah, there. And I can't fucking wait for it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, when you were talking about like seeing everyone in the lineup and thinking that you see someone famous, yeah, that um, reminded me, last night I saw Matt out in the street, oh. and he convinced <laughs> me that Reggie Watts was hanging out down the street. And he's like, I think that's, I think that's like Reggie Watts. And from far away... It was a guy with like a big beard and an afro. I was like, that could be Reggie Watts. So I'm like scoping this guy out. I go down there and I'm like pretending to look at my phone, but I'm really like staring at this guy. It wasn't Reggie Watts. And nope. I was thinking how embarrassing it would be if I went up to him and I was like, Reggie, hey, love your work. Can I get like a picture? And the guy's like, my name's fucking Ron. <laughs> my favorite part about that story last night was I bumped into Dooley in Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, because he turned the corner when I was approaching it, and I saw him, and Dooley, the first thing out of Dooley's mat, uh, mouth was, why do you look so mad to and see me? He looked bullshit. <laughs> he, like, when you see someone you know on the street, and you didn't coordinate it, usually like, oh, that's weird, like, what are you doing here? I look at Matt sees me coming down the street. I'm like, there's Matt. And I have like probably like a goofy smile on my face and his eyebrows are just like (laughs) down and he just like looking like the fuck. I can't believe he exists in my world outside of this podcast. Hey man, I got (laughs) to What did I say? Why are you mad to see me? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I need to go get a pumpkin latte. <laughs> you a fucking celebrity. Kalate? What the fuck's a latte? <laughs> it's a new one. Is it a new martial I don't know. Art? You drink them. It's French for collateral. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go get my latte. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings me to my number three. Wonderful. Zach Kalatifalakis. I've never heard of him. Is it num- yeah. Are we on three or four? Or did you, oh, you started, right? I did. Okay. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is my number three. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, great. So we already talked about him, so go ahead. Your number okay, three. My number three is... Hold on, no. Um, <laughs> things I want to say about him. He's so fucking funny. Um, here's the thing. He still does stand-up shows, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard him. I th- they're probably few and far between. That's kind of why I didn't put him on my list. Is really? I see him as like an actor now. He hasn't really done anything in a couple of years. Yeah. Well, I... His stand-up still fucking kills me. Um, And one... Like, I've seen him, I think, three times, and each time I've cried laughed. Yeah, same here. Um, He's another one with the one-liners that fucking kill me. His one-liners are so fucking funny. Um, And, like, I think... He's got to do stand-up here and there. Absolutely. Um, But his... Like, my favorite era of his career was before he was... On the really famous yeah, yeah before he did the hangover and not because like i think he was funnier before he did the hangover but he was way more self-deprecating yeah because i mean he was just kind of a regular comic doing 
pretty like medium like small to medium sized venues and uh one of his jokes was he was like i'm writing a book called dude where's my car rear <laughs> <laughs> which i mean he couldn't make that joke anymore it just wouldn't right. make sense yeah. um and he has this one joke and it's so fucking weird and funny where he's talking about how much he hates hipsters and and how they're so pretentious and he hates like all these like urban like this urban youth culture and it just like gets on his nerves and every day he waits for the train to go to work and there's all these like hipsters just sitting there and no one's talking to each other and he just hates it and he hates the vibe and he's like one day i just so badly when the train comes i want to just scream hey everybody here comes the choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weirdest, funniest joke. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> I I love his characters that he comes up with. Uh, so fucking funny. When he does the uh, pretentious illiterate. Uh, so good. I told you, I don't know how to read. <laughs> did, you, did you ever hear the one he saw? He did it when I saw him live. And it was the guy who... Uh, goes to a convenience store. He's like this manly guy who goes to a convenience store and says everything in a manly way except one thing. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. It's so like, fucking funny. It's like, oh, hey, man, can I get a, can I get some Copenhagen, <laughs> uh, some cigars, uh, porno mag, and uh, Skittles. <laughs> and, uh, Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> His so whole register yeah. changes, too, when he does that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite jokes that he, it's another one-liner where he's like, uh, I was at Arby's the other day, and I was like, uh, oh, shit, I should take someone's order. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, but he can't do that joke anymore because of yeah, know, I know his he does notoriety. It. Yeah, right. So, I mean, his humor has definitely gotten less self-deprecating, but I think he's still just as, like, weird. Yeah. yeah. He, you know what I do love is um, when I saw him last, all these dudes were yelling out lines from his movies that oh. he said and he was just like yeah thank you i'm aware of the shit that i've said yeah. <laughs> i love that he hates you know when you know he'll call people out on doing that and yeah be like fuck you yeah yeah i get like i know what i've said <laughs> i was in that movie um he like the stuff he does on the piano too how the piano like he plays such elegant music on the piano and then just delivers these bizarre lines yeah, yeah. the first time i saw him he was it was on some late show and he was playing the piano. I didn't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if it was the first line he said, but it's it just the only one I remember. But he was playing the piano very elegantly, like you're like you're saying. And he just goes, "I put an Altoid in my butt." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And just keeps going. Yeah. Uh, another joke I like is when he's like, "I was watching the importance of being earnest the other day." And uh, <laughs> first of all, I can't believe they made another earnest movie. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine this is called the importance of being earnest. <laughs> um, yeah, and <clears throat> I think one of my favorites too is when he says, um, <clears throat> "Excuse me," when he says, "I'm writing a I'm writing a script and it's called Schindler's List 2. Let's get this party started." <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah, so that's my number three. Is that Galifianakis? I'll I'll always love him. Um, I don't know. I have a I don't love The Hangover. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know if you guys love that movie or not. I like the first one. Never paid attention to the second. I've never Same se- here. I've never seen any of them. You never seen any of them? No, not for any reason other than I just didn't. Even the first yeah. one, like I don't, I just don't love it. But um, I mean, it really propelled his career, and that's awesome because he deserves it. Yeah. And, uh, right. But his stand up is is so funny. Correct. I knew that um, The Hangover changed things when um, this girl was talking to me, and she was like, "Did you see The Hangover?" And I was like, yeah. And she was like, that guy in it, he's so funny. He should do stand-up. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is this is happening. All right. Uh, 
boy, a rush. <laughs> that was a weird reference. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So go ahead. You're number three. Uh, my number three is a guy. He's very funny. I like him a lot. Um, he's a little bit crass, but it's okay. And uh, my number three is a Mr. Bill Burr. That's a great cool. pick. He is so fucking funny to Rep me. in Boston. Rep in Boston, baby. Um, yeah, Bill Burr is great. Uh, Has a great podcast. Yeah, his podcast is good. I can't listen to it all the time. I can't listen to it for too, too long sometimes. It's just stream of consciousness. Yeah. It just goes and goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he's a... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say he's vulgar because he's, he's kind of not. He's just... He's very abrasive. I, I would I would just call him abrasive. That's, yeah. a, good, that's yeah. a good word for it. Um, but, he has strong convictions. Yeah, he's very strong convictions and he's very abrasive about it, but... Um, Man, his stuff is so fucking funny. He, uh, I forget what special it was, but it had me like in tears so hard that the backs of my eyeballs were strained. Cause <laughs> That's I was, fucking weird. I was, I was laughing so hard. You should see somebody about that. The backs of my eyeballs. Did you feel that way during the Avengers? No, that was like a nice soft uh, No, that was tear. like a comforting, that was like a release. Yeah, it was like a paper bag in the wind. <laughs> like American Beauty. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you've never heard Bill Burr, just you could really just listen to any album. It's great. And one thing that like turned me on to Bill Burr, and like he has this famous thing. Um, this famous thing happened where he he was on an Opie and Anthony's comedy tour, mm-hmm. and they were. Um, oh, I forgot all about this. Yes, this was unbelievable. Like the fucking balls on this dude, and it, like it just that's like when I first kind of got turned on to him, and then from there on, I've just been a, a real big fan. But uh, he was on like the an Opie and Anthony. Um, I forgot what the name of the tour was, but it was a stand-up mm-hmm. comedy tour. Yeah. And they were in Philly. And what was happening was the crowd was like just a bunch of like drunk, raucous people, like a, you know, like a Philly crowd, which yep. Philly has tough crowds. And they were like booing and heckling all the comedians until like Opie and Anthony came out or, or, or whoever they were waiting for. I think it must have been Opie and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um and like people were having such a hard and bad time, like all the other comedians. And then Bill Burr came out there, and he successfully, in like twelve minutes or so, we had like twelve fifteen minutes. Yep. And it went from people booing him. Do he got everybody on his side by just being like fearless and just attacking them? He was being brutal. He wouldn't stop. No, and like he was like he came out there and he was pretty much like, oh yeah, boom. He's like he's like I don't he's like I don't care. It's like I'm gonna stay up here. The whole fucking 15 minutes, he's like, and I'm just going to fucking tell you how it is. And he just starts trashing Philly. And he starts trashing people. And he'd be like, and like he keep giving you updates on how many more minutes he has left. <laughs> six That's minutes. Awesome. Like, anyway. Six minutes left. He's like, and your sewer system full of piss. He's like, well, and it's just like going on and on. And like people like, he just commanded such respect from the crowd and he got it. And then by the end of it, he got like a standing ovation. It was incredible. <laughs> That's, incredible. That's so cool. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever and think to do that. I think. Uh, I think like people saw that, and then he would be in the predicament where other crowds would heckle him to try to get him to do the same thing. And I think there was a couple instances where he's like, "I'm not fucking doing this." Right. And uh, he had to like. That's a bummer. Kind of put put a cap on that. Right. Well, it makes sense. Like yeah. if he made that his gimmick, then right. You know, people aren't going to stop booing him. Right. Is there footage of that? Yes. Is there actual footage? I've only heard the audio from it. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it online. 
Oh cool. really? Yep. Cool. I'm gonna have to look that up uh, when DJ's giving us number three. Yeah, he's uh, and he's just watch that. He's oh, great. Cool. <laughs> that um, that reminds me of a story. I I actually I went to one of those um, Opie and Anthony uh, stand up tours. Virus. And, I think it's called the virus. Yeah, tour. traveling yeah, virus. Traveling yeah. virus. And I went to one in New Jersey, and um, all the comics were were getting, you know, like a great response. It was a really great vibe, and then Mike Berbiglia came out. Yeah. And uh, he's he's. Okay, he's you know he's like a family friendly uh, like comic, and uh, everyone just started fucking shitting on this guy, and like just like yelling at him and saying like fuck you, and Mike Birbiglia is like why are you doing this, <laughs> and uh, he was just like I don't I don't have to be here I definitely don't have to do stand up, and right. then he was like do you guys want me to perform and everyone's like boo so he's like all right he just dropped the mic. And like started to walk off, and people are like, "No, no, come back, come back!" What? So he like comes back, and he picks up the mic. He's like, "So, do you guys want me to do comedy?" Or and they're like, "Yeah!" And like everyone started cheering, and I felt wicked awkward. That's yeah. strange. And everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah!" And then he's like, "All right." So and then the second he starts to go back into it, everyone's like, "Boo!" And like, oh booed him again. It was insane. I felt so bad for the guy. What a weird Where? thing. Yeah, Where was, was this? Uh, this was in uh, New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, New Brunswick. Yeah, it was very, very weird. I felt really bad for him. I was like, I had my hood up. I was like, I'm, I feel so <laughs> awkward. I was like hiding in my sweatshirt. Um, but yeah, those ONA crowds, I guess, are just tough. A bunch of rowdy people. What would you do if you got heckled? Um, if you were doing your first stand-up bit, and someone's like, yeah, very first, and it was like, fuck you, you suck. I, I don't know. I don't know. What you had I would to have do. thought of thought about it. Yeah, I would probably just. I, I don't know. I like to think that I can I can handle myself pretty well toe to toe in a in a verbal in a verbal battle of wits. So I think I would just probably try to take them on, mm-hmm. like physically. Yeah, like when I said battle of wits, I meant like <laughs> battle of <laughs> muscles. <laughs> no, I uh, you know I probably would. I'd probably engage them in some weird way and whatever. I don't know. That's just me. I'm also very confrontational person. So <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, pal. Uh, you think this is easy? Why'd you, Why'd you fuck you? Then I start breaking down into the ground. You're going to me. It's oh, my yeah. first time. This was supposed to be about me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> Can we be friends? Yeah. Well, what's your number three? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my number three is Nick Swartzen. That's a great pick. Thanks. I forgot about him. I... Don't I'll, like him. Not anymore. Okay. He did he change? And I think he did. In my opinion, he did. He has that first. I haven't f- seen anything new from. He him. had that first special a long time ago when he was talking about like uh, his grandmother being so weak and yeah. like flipping her vet and that. <gasps> Nicholas. That, yeah. yeah, that is funny. Yeah. I feel like now he's just like he's playing to just bros. Yeah. And I just I I can't. I can no longer relate. I don't really like it. I'm not a big Nick Swartzen guy anymore. I'm and a, what do you have to say about that, I'm DJ? I'm a very big Nick Swartzen guy. Um, he's the first stand-up comedian that I saw when I was a kid, and I've been following everything he does ever since. I'm such a huge Nick Swartzen guy. Do you like Grandma's Boy? I love Grandma's Boy. Underrated movie. It seriously is. It so is. so underrated. It's, it's great. It's so funny. He pretty much wrote that. That's a great movie. Um, I like Nick Swartzen acting. I'm not a big fan of his stand-up. I'm, um, I'm more of a fan of stand-up than acting. I, what? what? Go ahead. No, were you going to ask a question? Um, how's your day? <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, do you have like a favorite bit that he does? Um, Not really. I mean, he's just... I love a stand-up comedian who 
is on stage and you feel like this is how they talk in real life. This is mm-hmm. if I were to have a conversation with this person, this is exactly how he would talk and this is what he would talk to me like. Mm-hmm. I don't like when a stand-up comedian acts like a stand-up comedian. You right. know what I mean? I, I like a genuine um, stand-up comedian. Sure. And I feel like that's exactly what he is. He's just mm-hmm. giving you what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just, I love everything. Like his first uh, Comedy Central Presents that you were talking about, man. Yeah. He was 22 years old when he did that. Wow. Yeah. That's really young. Yeah. He was, uh, he started when he was 18 and six months into it, um, he got a call to do the Aspen Comedy Festival. Wow. Which is, uh, I don't know if it's still around, but back then it was a huge deal. He was talking, like I've seen interviews and stuff where he talks about doing that and guys like Chris Farley and David Spade were there and that's where he first met Adam Sandler, but um, Adam Sandler and him didn't uh, um, you know, connect on anything until mm-hmm. he was like 25, I think. Wow. Um, so it, it's just a, a testament to what kind of person he is like in terms of humor and stuff. He he was so funny at such a young age. Mm. Um, I'm just a huge fan of everything he's ever done. Yeah. yeah that first comedy central special is great. Um, a little bit. I mean, he, he does talk a lot about, you know, partying and, mm-hmm. um, you know, like uh, there's a lot of like shit humor. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like sh- like shitty. I mean like he talks about like diarrhea and stuff. Yeah. Which it actually makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you don't like that. Yeah. You like poop? Matt. Yeah. You like poop? I do. Okay. But I like it in the con. In the toilet. In the toilet. <laughs> I don't like it at the uh, Kappa house. <laughs> oh my God. And now who's being snobby if you're making fun of bros? What? You said that it was snobby to make fun of Larry the Cable Guy. Why is it snobby? To, why isn't it snobby to make fun of somebody who is maybe of like a, of you know a college bro mentality? Because I'm I'm not denouncing the fact that he's a comedian and people find him funny. No, but you're but you know you're yeah, being what? a bit of a snob. I would say. Uh, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm having an opinion. Oh, here we go. Nope, Matt with his opinions. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What else? What What do you got to say about the president? Um, I think. Uh, I can't wait for 2016. Am I right? Who are you voting for? In 2016? Hillary. Um, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank's running. <laughs> she is. I might. Uh, I don't know. I I actually, this is weird. I think for some reason. Uh, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> this is weird. I don't know. I might vote for Hillary. I might. <laughs> really? Yeah. Isn't that weird for me? That is very strange. I, for some reason, I had something about her that I like. I, don't, I can't put my finger on it. Eh, the Clintons. You can't, you I do can't like beat the Clintons. them. I do like the Clintons, which is weird. DJ? Hey, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Still here. Still here, everybody. Nick Swartz so, in 2016. Yeah, I would. I'd vote. I'd vote for him. Um, <laughs> he He's playing uh, a show at the Wilbur in October, and uh, I'm actually going with my siblings, who I, I introduced Nick Swartz to them. Oh, that's a nice family day. Yeah. You know Nick Swartz well I enough wish. to introduce him to your family? You know what I mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a little bit testy uh, there. This kitten's got claws. Yeah. But uh, I love his stand-up. He's such an incredible storyteller also. So I don't know. I think, I don't know, maybe we should give him a second chance. Well, yeah, I, I definitely, I loved his first stuff. It's just I got turned off by some of his newer, like I saw him on, um, I saw him at a, uh, what was it, a, a college humor comedy tour uh, with, I actually saw Zach Galifianakis and Dimitri Martin and Will Ferrell was on it. Uh, oh yeah, you were at that. I went to the Rhode oh. Island one. I was I was there too. In Rhode Island? Yeah. Oh, Zach Galifianakis and Nick Swartz used to be roommates. That's funny. Can wow. you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. that room? <laughs> I would love to hang out with those two. But I I saw him there and I just I I felt like I just it kind of annoyed me because he was just playing to such a college like a collegey thing and I just like 
I remember I remembered him from the Comedy Central special, and I was like really excited to see him. And then I just was kind of just like let down because I was like, uh, yeah, I, I just, this isn't for me anymore. And maybe he was just playing to that demographic. Maybe that was just the one time. Yeah. Maybe I'm I'm all about giving him another chance. I do. I did like him. I'm sure I'll like I'll like him again. Maybe when he grows up a little and settles down. <laughs> wow. Wow. Don't hold your breath, man. Yeah. Okay, I won't. We'll never die. <laughs> Matt never says die. <laughs> Go ahead, Dooley. Tell us who you're going to vote for. I'm going to vote for Hillary Swank. 2016? Yeah. Who's nice. uh, Who's going to be the vice president? Hillary Duff. Oh. Yep. And who's going to be the secretary of state? Secretariat. The yep. horse. <laughs> the horse. Yeah, it's true. Secretary. my number of state. two is Jim Norton. Wow. Really? You do like the offensive people. <laughs> You do. You're, wow. You're, uh, maybe I do. <laughs> like, he says, fuck. That's cool. I, I think I just, I like that like 40, 40-ish year old comedy. Who, uh, like, who's your number crew. one? Bob Saget? Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, Can you believe he was Danny Tanner and now he says fuck? No. He had a joke one time that I heard where he was like, uh, he was on stage and he was like, yeah, I fucked Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh. And he was like, no, no, I'm just kidding. I only fingered her. <laughs> That's actually yeah. kind of funny. It is kind of funny, but <laughs> Jesus <Dually>. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm so raunchy. You're like, you know what it is? It's like you feel like you're being like to me. It's like you're like a little boy who wasn't allowed to swear at home. <laughs> <I> wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like now you're seeing. He's like, you said a bad word. I get chills. Yeah. You're like, it's so cool. Nah, no way. Jim Jim Norton fucking rules. I'm not a fan. You don't like him? No. What is it about him? I don't like. Uh, he's a comedian that I. Uh, like watching him he, from what I gather he like does his bit like he's pissed off all the time mm-hmm. and just his delivery and I, I don't like a comedian who is you don't like his vibes yeah he's like telling jokes and like he just has this look on his face like he's pissed off and he's like expecting everyone to laugh and it's like not phasing him at all kind wow. of thing okay I don't know I'm just not into it I could see why someone like that did I you, fucking love him did you ever see him in Spider-Man Spider-Man uh, the first one with Tobey Maguire who was he? He has a, a one second cameo in it. Is he like a doc a guy working at the docks or something? No, he's a he's a he's a trash trash man. Yeah, and uh, it's during a montage of people being interviewed around the city about what they think of the new Spider Man. And yeah. he's like, he's like he's a menace, and I don't like him. That's the only thing. He <laughs> That's says. it. Yeah. Um. Have did you guys do you, have you ever seen the show Louis? Um. The first Louis. No. Yeah. Sorry. Lucky Louis, which was his HBO show before his current show. Yes. Uh, Jim Norton was on that show, and it was pretty much a uh, like a sitcom. And uh, they're at a kid's birthday party, and he's like, he's like, I don't want to hear a joke. <laughs> and they're like, please don't. And he's like, no, 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 it's a kid's joke. And he goes, uh, he goes, why did the chicken cross the basketball court? And they're like, why? And he's like, because they heard the ref was blowing fouls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone's like, that, that's not a kid's joke. And he was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> means the ref was sucking the chicken's dick. <laughs> the way he says it is so fucking funny. Like, that makes it better. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's just, most comics I can relate to, I can't relate to a word he says because he's very, he's just grimy. He's a grimy dude, but yeah. uh, something about him just, uh, felt- I think that's why I like him. I can't relate to him and I, I can't. I can't get in his brain. On one of his uh, one of his albums, he talks about when he was a kid in this uh, one of the neighborhood kids. Him and another neighborhood kid used to go like under this like under, this under the bush porch and, and like suck each, each other's other. dicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You uh, like that? 
I think it's funny that he's like actually talking about that on stage, and he's like, "Yeah, it was a pretty cute game." <laughs> he's the play. Yeah. What the- yeah. He's just a guy who's got nothing to lose. I don't know. I guess not. Wish it could be that way. You have Dooley has so much to lose. <laughs> I've got everything to lose. It's all on the line for me. <laughs> Every minute of his life, everything's fucking on the brink of being lost. <laughs> Dooley lives a permanent ultimatum. Yeah, always. I'm just on the brink of destruction <laughs> any moment. I'm going to explode. <laughs> what a shit life. Yeah, that's Jim Norton. I don't know. I like. I just like all those Boston guys. Yeah. he's. I, I don't hate him. I he's not like one of my favorites, but I've listened to his albums and I've laughed. So what's your number two? My number two. If you think you're so great, <coughs> and I do, I just choked. Um, my number two is a uh, another person that actually, without this person, this show wouldn't exist. I wouldn't be doing improv, and I wouldn't be trying to do anything in actual comedy at all. Uh, and this person is Mr. Pete Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know nothing about him. You don't know anything about Pete Holmes? I love Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes is a fucking delight. He's also from Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, he's from uh, from Lexington. Yes. Uh, he has the podcast, You Made It Weird, which I encourage anyone to listen to it because it is so like inspiring and thought-provoking and funny. It's fucking f- it's a phenomenal show. It's and one I, of my favorites. It's so good. It's one of the first podcasts I started listening to and then through listening to that show I decided that I wanted to actually do a podcast and I wanted to start getting into uh, stand-up and comedy in general. So and then in his stand-up alone is fucking it's very funny. It's very fun. It's very high energy and it's, it's great. Um, yeah so thanks a lot Pete Holmes. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, I met I met I met him last year. He does a Thanksgiving show every year in Boston. It's like his come home show. He does it every year. Uh, and I met him last year, and I told him <laughs> I was just like gushing. Ah, oh, I was gushing so hard. I was actually with BWK. I wish he was here right now. Um, wow. I know me and BWK, a rarity. Me and BWK <laughs> went to a, a stand up show. Were you pissed to see him in public? No, I actually he picked me up. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was great. Um, <clears throat> but uh, one of um. One of the my favorite bits that he has is um, he he's talking about how <laughs> he talks about this one time that a, a telemarketer uh, called him and he's talking about how, like how it's a gift. He's like he's like everyone. He's like if this happens, he's like it's a gift. He's like they can't hang up. He's like you can say whatever you want as long as you don't swear. They cannot hang up on you. <laughs> he's like <laughs> so they'll be like uh, Mr. Holmes. This is she. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm calling him from, oh. And he's like, and he's talking about how, like, he said, like, diarrhea 30 times and, like, just going on and on. And he's just fucking with this guy. And then he's, and then the joke turns out, he's like, he's like, okay. Like, the telemarketer. And he's like, I was just calling to let you know that your credit card has been stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, so then he's like he's like what do you do he's like you can't you can't snap out of it on a dime so you gotta ease out of it he's like oh no what are we gonna do is it like a um is it like a like a what do we do it's like two weeks or so before it's just like, sl- like slowly slunk. coming out of it right <laughs> and it's such a fucking funny funny bit and that, that's a funny thing that he said like you can't just stop doing it right. you have to like slowly come out of it after you've been fucking with him for fucking 15 minutes or so or something like that it, it's fucking great and his his show is fantastic and, and he's just a wonderful person um me like at my job talking on the phone 
I don't know why I did this. It was completely by accident. But I, uh, you know, I answered the phone and someone's like, hey, this is like, you know, this is Ralph. How are you today? And I was like, pretty good. How are you? <laughs> no. I was like, the second that came out of my mouth, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why did I? I just caught his accent. And uh, and then I had to keep it up. Pretty good, you fucking hillbilly. <laughs> Twiddle your thumbs and fuck your sister. Uh, I'm uh, Dewey. I say fuck. Anybody listening who isn't familiar with Pete Holmes' uh, stand-up might be a little more familiar with his Batman parodies on College Humor. That's right. He is which Batman. are incredible. He is Batman on the Batman parodies. So funny. Yeah. He's, uh, he's wonderful. He's an absolute gem. Did, I love him so much. Did you see the one that was a parody of the Scarecrow where... Uh, he throws the fear toxin in his face. No. And Batman has the stupidest fears. <laughs> one, one of them is like, he's like, oh no, Girl Scout's knocking at my door. I don't have any cash. <laughs> That's great. It's so funny. There's like a whole stream of like, uh, just like stupid fears and Scarecrow's like, That's what you're afraid of? <laughs> right. And like, um, he, uh, yeah, his, like I said, his podcast is so inspirational. They only talk about three things. They talk about comedy and then they talk about relationships and then they talk about religion it's the three topics on every show with whatever guest he has on and um sounds great it's 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 fucking it's so crazy because he went to a um a religious college in uh, he went to gordon college in burke uh beverly mass and um talks about how crazy it is and like how during y2k like he was he was so into it that he was actually he 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 wanted to masturbate, but he didn't because he was too close to Y2K, and he was afraid that when the rapture happened, that he didn't want to be—he didn't want to be caught masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, he's like, I'm not. He's like, I wish this was a bit. He's like, it's, but it's uh, honest, honest to God truth. And he talks about that. And he's also like, um, and he's got like a lot of like crazy like mm, relationship like uh, philosophies because uh, he got married to the first person he had sex with, and then was divorced by 28. Wow. And he's, he's like super open about it. He's like, she was cheating on me. And like, and he's just like, he's like, and you know what? He's like, he's like, you know, it's for the better. He's like, and that's okay. And I was like, this is fucking crazy talk. <laughs> I need to listen to this. This sounds great. It's he, really, really good. He's a uh, really good friends with John Mulaney and they talk about that particular scenario. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he talks, he tells a story. He has John Mulaney on the show. Why don't you go listen to you? made it weird with John Mulaney as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they had, um, they had like an office together in New York where they would like stop in in between like their sets and just like a place to hang out. Uh, <laughs> I guess like uh, one day Pete walked in and John, John Mulaney's telling the story. He's like, he's like, yeah, you came in and uh, you just had this look on your face because <laughs> he's usually so like happy and jovial. And uh, he's like, I was like, hey, Pete, he's like, how's it going? And John was like, he's like, uh, he's like, and your response was, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not that good. Like tells him and everything like that. It's really, it's really funny. It's good. It's good. Uh, it's a good show. Everyone should listen to it. Yeah. What's your number two? My number two is actually um, a huge influence. Um, one of uh, on Matt. No, yeah, no. It's actually one of Pete Holmes' biggest influences. I'm pretty sure he said that he wanted to get into comedy because of this guy. And my number two is Gary Gullman. I've n- also never. Who? How old is he? He's probably in his late thirties, early forties. Hmm. Why? He was on last uh, last comic standing. Yep, that's he where ha- I first saw him. He has like kind of a mullet. Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he looks. Like oh, he wears an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got one leg. <laughs> oh, it's Joe Dirt. <laughs> uh, no, he's uh he's from um, PBD Massachusetts. PBD Mass. PBD Mass. Uh, he 
I saw him on Last Comic Standing, and I I love his type of humor. It's so he's another comic that like I feel like if I were to talk to this guy, this is exactly what he would be talking like in real life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's so fucking funny. Uh, he should have won Last Comic Standing, but he didn't because I think that is a like it's rigged. I think they <laughs> picked, I honestly think they picked the winners on that show based on their life story because uh, who I think won? Dat Fan who strictly just did um like chinese impressions Ah. he just said his like he's asian hilarious yeah there was no substance to it it was just him doing an asian like a stereotypical asian person the whole time that show kind of sucks yeah um i stopped watching after pete holmes is also on that show yeah todd glass was on too yeah um, that's, wow, the, yeah. the people who win, I have no fucking clue yeah. who they are all yeah, the time. It's, I think it's like uh, the old fucking who wants to be a VJ. I, <laughs> yeah. I always knew who number two was. <laughs> yeah. I never knew who the fuck won. Um, uh, didn't Jesse win? Jesse? Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it you were, replacing, you were replacing Jesse? Our engineer knows. Who who won one of the who wants to be a VJs? It was Jesse. It was Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Jesse Camp. But the other guy had like a more... Dave Holmes had Dave a much Holmes. thanks engineer who apparently knows everything about <laughs> yeah, this. The, the BJ's. <laughs> he, he stormed in. <laughs> He's out of breath as <laughs> he ran to run into the room. <laughs> Someone said, "Want to be a VJ?" <laughs> and uh, he's actually trying out. Our engineer, Chris, <laughs> is trying out to be a VJ. He's going to be the next VJ. He's going to be the next Jesse Camp. Yeah, God, I, what? A, <laughs> yeah, he wishes. Um, so yeah, Gary Goldman. Yeah. Uh, so he's, um, he, he does a lot of Jewish jokes cause he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite jokes is he talks about how he used to play, uh, uh, basketball in the Jewish community center basketball league and how they had collapsible rims for all the dunking. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He's like, I know this much in the 60 years of the NBA five times. Uh, somebody has smashed a backboard. <laughs> None of them was a 10-year-old Jew. <laughs> <laughs> More 10-year-old Jews have played chunk in the Goonies <laughs> than have smashed a backboard playing basketball. That's so funny. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, then my mother was like, well, maybe it's for the fathers. Did you ever think of that? Maybe it's for the fathers? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, good point, actually. That's uh, it's the only group of people less likely to <laughs> smash a backboard. <laughs> That's such a good yeah. bit. That's funny. He, his... His uh, bits are like, it's the type of material that I wish I came up with because mm-hmm. it's so funny. It's like he does a, a bit about um, Blockbuster and how much he hated Blockbuster because of how shitty they were. Mm-hmm. He's like, I like I love driving by a Blockbuster uh, that's closed and uh, you can still tell that it's a Blockbuster because they took the sign down, but it still says Blockbuster in filth. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, which is so apropos. <laughs> there was grime behind that company. He, he's got uh, uh, such a wide range of material that's so fucking funny. I saw one the other day where he was talking about um, the economy and how... So, he's like, how are some of these stores thriving in the economy still? Like, things remembered? Like, all they do is, uh, like, engrave, like, your name on a uh, an $80 letter opener. He's like, I know that when times got tough for me, the first thing that I cut into was my engraving. <laughs> my engraving is a skeleton of what it used to be. <laughs> I have a list at home that I read every day, and I'm like, Gary, do you need this engraved today? <laughs> that's such a good bit. Yeah, it, it's inc- that's like all of his bits. That's great. Yeah, I'll have to... Uh, I, I, I know I, you've mentioned him a million times. Yeah. As of late, I've been mentioning him to my friends 
like oh, probably too much. It's probably pushing my friends away from him. You but, came to my house when I was sleeping last week. Yeah, and said Gary Goldman. Yeah, I, you. I almost pulled my gun. Yeah, well, I found a new video <laughs> on YouTube. You're such, a, you're such a bad boy. <laughs> I'm such a gun no, nut. If if I had to recommend one comedian to anyone, I would recommend Gary Goldman. That's funny because he's your number two. <laughs> yeah, well, the my number one has seniority. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. a little uh, number ones. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But everyone should really listen to Gary Goldman. Please. I will. I will. Go on, do it. Um, before we do number ones. Oh right, yeah. We have a thing to do. We have a thing. Uh, we have a uh, we have a winner from our our um, we have a winner from our uh, donator uh, challenge challenge donator challenge slash raffle <laughs> <laughs> slash election two thousand sixteen vote. For Hillary, Hillary Swank. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we have a uh, like uh, we mentioned before. You can go to Facebook.com/slash/top5adeath where you can uh, you can make a donation uh, to the show that helps us keep the show going uh, because there are fees associated with doing the show, um, and it's great. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. If you enjoy the show and you want us to keep doing the show, um, any donations. Um, are are very 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 much appreciated. Everyone that's donated so far, it's been like incredible. That's right. Um, and you know what I can promise is that that money's not going to go to our pockets. No. It's going to go to making a better show right. in the future. And we have a lot of plans and a lot of things we want to do. And um, these donations are are making some some dreams become realities. Right. You guys, <laughs> you guys want T-shirts? Make a donation, and we'll get some T-shirts <laughs> and, and, made. And then we can do it. You guys want frisbees? Make a donation. You want a koozie? Yep. Make a donation. Applesauce. Applesauce? Make a donation. Steak? Make a donation. Slim Jims? Make a donation. <laughs> Donations. Donations. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, what we do is uh, whenever you donate, you automatically get entered into um, essentially just a randomized pool uh, where uh, if you win, you get to – I will let you know I will through email. And you get to create your own top five list uh, for the, the current topic. And then – Subsequently, the following episode, you will also be included in the deaths. So, uh, we this week's winner is a, a fine young gentleman. His uh, I'm going to say his first name because it's cool. His first name is Roman, and I will Ooh. say his last name, which it, which what is, is what is it? Delight. Roman Delight. I wanted to say it. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead, Mr. Roman Delight. Go ahead. Um, no, 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 DJ, say it. All right, go ahead, DJ, say Delight. Delight. Thank you. Good job. You're very nice. So, uh, so we let him know, and he. This is his. This is Roman's top five list of current uh, comedians still performing. Coming in at number five, Ralphie May. Who? Ralphie May. Oh, he was on Last Comic Standing. He says uh, his thing is uh, big guys got to stick together. I'm assuming he's talking about his day. Oh yeah. Roman Delight definitely has a huge one. <laughs> um, <laughs> such a huge wang. Such a huge wang. Look at that hog. Yeah. <laughs> Look and, at that Roman Delight. <laughs> man, I, if I could just get a piece of that delight. <laughs> um, Afternoon Delight was actually written about Roman Delight. It was. Yeah. Yep. I didn't. Sorry, Roman. I didn't mean to blow up your spot there, but. Huge dick. <laughs> um, his number four, uh, Lewis Black. Um, just waiting for him to pop a blood vessel on stage. Oh, so DJ, do you feel the same way about Lewis Black that you do about Jim Norton? No, I like Lewis Black. Yeah, Lewis Black he's, is funny. His gimmick is that he's angry, though. Yeah, um, yeah but he's always angry. He's like the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something different about him? Yeah. I don't know. I can't explain it right now, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, Roman Delights number three is uh, Gabriel Inglesis. 
Inglesi, Inglesias, Inglesias, Inglesias. Uh, his, he says, uh, my Mexican side, his comedy reminds me of my crazy aunts and uncles. Um, Roman Delight, Mexican. <laughs> I, uh, I bought my friend Johnny a Gabriel Iglesias bobblehead doll that was autographed for Christmas one year. Did, did he like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah he, he's not really in a stand-up. <laughs> I didn't know if that was like a, a gimmick. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, his number, uh, Roman's number two is Dave Chappelle. Has a lot more time to devote to his stand-up now that he's uh, MIA from TV, which is true. He has a lot more time to, for a lot of things because <laughs> he's not doing a lot of stand-up either. Uh, and his number one. Um, oh, let's hear it. His number one, which will be the first number one of the whole night, is Louis C.K. Wow. And he says, skit about his kid running into a doorknob and child protection services thinking he hit her. If I did it, I'd demolish her. (laughs) 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 That's great. That is good. That's a good list. Great list, Roman. Congratulations on your list and your dick. And uh, Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death. Donate. Yes, you you could be... As famous as Roman as Delight. Roman Dick. Ro- no, <laughs> Delight. Oh, excuse me. I thought it was pronounced Dick. No, it's about as huge day. Thank you, Roman. Uh, now we can get on to our number ones. My number one is... Louis C.K. I knew it. I fucking knew that was going to... Fucking Roman I beat you to, to the punch. I, I had to. I fucking beat that's, you to the punch. That uh, happened... Was that the second? No. Uh, when we had cereals, uh, the person who gave their list... Number one was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and then it was my turn, and it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm-hmm. It's a theme. Yeah, it's a theme. Keep it going, guys. Um, I I had to do it. His he, even if he wasn't active, I probably still put him on the list. Yeah. he's just he's my absolute favorite. Yeah, I, he's I, great. I identify with him so much, and I'm and like a lot of things that like aren't necessarily things I can relate to like his kids and stuff but his just his attitude is so fucking funny and uh he has like this one bit that blew me away which was about um pretty much how like everything's amazing and nobody's happy oh yeah and uh you know talking about um how he's on a plane and and they were testing wi-fi on the plane (laughs) and uh in the middle of the flight they were like hey sorry guys like the Wi-Fi is actually down. It's not going to be available for the rest of the flight. And uh, the way they prefaced it was like, this is the first flight to have Wi-Fi. And uh, when they announced that it was going down, the guy next to him was like, fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, are you serious? You're mad about something you didn't even know existed an hour ago? (laughs) Um, He's just like so goddamn funny. And it's just how I feel. And I can just identify with him. Um, Something else that he said that I identify with is uh, he was talking about how he doesn't smoke pot, but he like did it recently with a group of kids in Kansas, Kansas City. And he's like, I decided to do it because I was in Kansas City. And he was like, back in the day, you could like smoke a joint for a while and it would be fine. He was like, now you take a hit of weed and you go insane. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just talking about how he was like, I, I got behind the wheel and I next thing I know, I'm in a drive through and there's just a lady yelling at me just going, sir. <laughs> sir and he's like i did i already order <laughs> did i eat the food and i ate the wrapper in the bag and now i have to pay her <laughs> he's like i don't know what part of the transaction i was in so all i could do was say i don't want it boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, one of his newer uh, specials he has this bit when he's talking about uh <laughs> how uh his like somebody's grandmother donated their body to science and he's talking about <laughs> and, like he's like 
He's like, imagine it's like your fucking your grandmother donates her body to science for some kid to practice on her, and he fails the test on her. He's like, <laughs> she donates her body to science, and she's an F. Yeah, <laughs> such a funny thought. And then they throw a body down the chute with all the other F bodies. <laughs> I love that. He is so fucking funny. Um, his show Louis is, I think, just brilliant. I uh, that took me a while to get into. Are you guys into Louis at all? No. Uh, no, I haven't watched it yet. I just haven't watched it. Okay, um, I it took me a while to get into. Um, yeah. it rubbed, it didn't rub me the right way. It's not like the, f- it's not necessarily like laugh out loud funny like a stand up is, and um, it's a lot more like kind of depressing. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and, and off putting. And um, now that I understand that about the show, I fucking love it. Um, but it took me a little while to um kind of get where he was coming from with that show didn't he have dane cook on there and they address their beef yep on it I, yep i gotta see that it was great hmm. it was really great yeah, cause weird dane, dane cook was accused of stealing his bit yeah about the itchy asshole mm-hmm. but huh. i gotta see uh how that plays out on the show and uh you know Dane, and it's it's like a real life conversation because dane cook's like i didn't know that you like had that bit and he was like i you know an itchy asshole is kind of like a like generic thing to talk about yeah. and we both happen to talk about it and Louis CK is like I get that but I really think that like subconsciously you heard my bit and then you made your own bit out of that and he was like maybe you didn't mean to do it and I think you're a great comedian but I really think that you got it from me yeah, and he yeah. was like and what does it matter what I say you're huge He's right. like, I'm nobody. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. It's a really cool moment in TV. Did you ever see that thing on YouTube where it's an audio clip of Louis C.K. talking on Howard Stern about, uh, he, he was doing kind of a bit about how you see these people on Inside the Actors yeah. Studio. Yeah, and, um, unbelievable. Yeah, th- they'll be talking, like they'll be interviewing Sean Penn or whatever, and he says, like he's getting questions from the audience and the like, acting student would be yeah, like, what yeah. did you do to get famous? And it's like, you asked him a question, now you're going to get famous. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never see anyone, like, you see that person ask a question, that's the last time you ever see them. <laughs> and then it cuts to Bradley Cooper on Inside the Actor Studio. As a student. As a student, asking Sean Penn, who just coincidentally was <laughs> mentioned by Louis C.K. in the yep. audio clip, and asking a question about, like, you know, his characters and stuff like that, and about acting. And then it cuts to the scene from American Hustle where he's uh, like laughing at Louis C.K. who's pissed off on the couch. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, like, and he's like humping him and yeah. stuff. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck it's you. Unbelievable. It's so weird and yeah. funny. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. But so, I, I love the uh, the credibility that Louis C.K. Um, worked up because I feel like he's one of the few people, like one of the few comedians that he could say something, um, like have an opinion about something maybe controversial, mm-hmm. and no one would really like get offended you know mm-hmm. what i mean he, right. he just speaks the truth yep and i love that and he can just like if somebody doesn't agree with him he's just like that's just that's yeah. how i feel and he's like he can explain himself very well yeah he's not trying to offend anyone he's just telling you like it is right yeah he's oh, he's great i yeah. love him i've one of the only people i've actually ever written like a fan letter to really <laughs> i was i watched one of his stand-ups and it was the one where he was talking about um the word hilarious and how oh, yeah, people yeah. just say, like, that's hilarious. And he's like, what's going to happen once something actually hilarious happens? <laughs> or he's like, when people say amazing, he's like, what's going to happen once, like, something amazing happens? You wasted amazing on a bucket of chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, 
my friend Nick and I have like always said that like when people say like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And it's like, well, what's going to happen once the greatest thing ever actually happens? Right. So when he said that, I was like, holy shit. And I was like compelled to write him a, a letter. Um, yeah, he's just, I, I love him. He's great. Cool. My number one? Or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number one is uh, a repeat. And my number one is John Mulaney. Nice. John Mulaney. Oh wow! Yeah, number I, one. Yeah, I I love John Mulaney. He's he fucking his. I listen to his album on repeat. On a repeat. On a repeat. Yeah, I've listened to both of his albums a bunch. Yeah, so we already talked about him. We already kind of identified who he is. So I'll just mention a, another bit that I like uh, of his. Um, on his uh, his album New in Town, it's I guess it would be considered the t- t- titular bit of the of the thing. So he's talking about. How he was on the street, and this guy like approached him and like pushed him, and it was like, so he pushed him. He was like, "Excuse me," he's like, "I am gay, I am homeless, I have AIDS, I'm new in town." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, he goes back and he's like, he's, he goes he's like earlier to that guy's like day how he starts off. He's like, he's like, "What does he think?" And he's like, "New in town." And he's like, he's like. Paying your newing town is not the most interesting thing you've said so far. <laughs> he's like, he's like, so what did he do? Does he stand in front of the mirror? He goes, he's like, I'm gonna walk up. I'm gonna push him. I'm gonna just push him. Is what I'm gonna say? I have AIDS. No, that's too strong. I'm just gonna push him. <laughs> he's like, he just does this fucking great bit. He's like, he's like, first, he's like, first, I will tell him that I am gay, as it is a given. He's like, then I will let him know that I am homeless. It's like it's like the whole bit is so good. I'm fucking butchering it because I can't remember it. I think it's good to butcher it because like you don't. I guess we're encouraging people to listen that are listening to listen to these comedians, right? And you don't want to hear the exact same thing right. over and over again. So it's good to hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. So he talks about that's that's the bit he talks about, and he also talks about this uh, this other bit how he used to uh, have a drinking problem, and uh, he was at like some <laughs> he was at some. Uh, some party and somebody found this like fancy bottle and like he used to get like really drunk and like like blackout drunk or whatever and he says somebody told me the story because i don't remember it he's like like but somebody found a fancy bottle with liquid in it and someone said is this booze or perfume and without thinking i grabbed it opened it drank it and then said it's perfume (laughs) (laughs) and like it's just oh he's great he's his thing is great and like i said i'm so impressed with his age and like how good he is, like yeah. how refined he is, it's that's amazing. He's got a funny bit about how he went to the doctor to get. Oh my god! Uh, was it Ambien for the, the uh, plane? Uh, just like uh, something to Xanax. Come, uh, yeah, Xanax for a plane ride, and then uh, he was filling out the form or whatever. And I think he said that he didn't want to go there just to tell them that he wanted it for this, so he had to make it seem like he was more sick, right? Yeah, he wanted to go in for to get. Because he was told that if you tell a doctor that you get nervous on planes, they'll just automatically prescribe you a like a, a prescription for Xanax. Oh yeah. And so that was his that was his goal. And he's like talking about it. he's like he's like I didn't want to go. He's like so I went in there and I said that uh, he's like I was have I was peeing a lot, you know, like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like and then he goes like it's the same bit he's like he's like I didn't want to say I was lying to get drugs you know like a crime <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a great bit uh, yeah my number one like I said we already talked about him so we don't, we don't need to stick on it too too much but John Mulaney is fucking amazing yeah. I can't wait to see his show I hope it's good because it looks very sitcom-y you can't 
miss with Martin Short. Well, I don't know. Better shows. Well, I wouldn't say better shows, but good shows have failed before. So yeah, I have, dinosaurs. Come on. Was he was Martin Short on dinosaurs? No, but it's a great show, and I can't believe it's still not on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so my number one then? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, my number one is Brian Regan. Oh, great pick. Thanks. Great pick. Uh, Brian Regan is single-handedly responsible for the hardest time I've ever laughed what, in what my bit entire was that? Uh, it wasn't even one bit. I saw him live um, back in high school. Was it at the casino ballroom? No, uh, that was the second time I saw him later that year. I was I was there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, why didn't you say hi? We didn't know each other. Mm. <laughs> I think mm. we did. No, we definitely didn't. No, well, we didn't know that each other was there, but <laughs> I saw him. Uh, well, you won't admit yeah. to it. Uh, I saw him at the Orpheum Theater, and I bought my dad tickets. Uh, it's me, my dad, and my buddy Jared, and we sat third row which i didn't know until i got there oh that's a delight yeah i was a roman delight (laughs) nice uh i could not believe how close i was sitting and the the big thing with brian regan is he's such a physical like comedian yeah so to be right up front for this particular guy who's probably the best physical comedian that i've ever seen uh to be so close and get the full uh show from him was incredible and i was laughing so hard that I, my entire body hurt, and it was the most high-pitched laughter I've ever <laughs> expelled from my body. I had to bury my face in my sweatshirt because I was laughing so fucking hard. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it was all new material that I never heard before. Um, He's a, is he a clean comedian? He is, and he that's is. another thing, too. He's one of the funniest comedians ever, and he is so clean. I th- I'm pretty sure this is his bit. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is his, and... Uh, it's um he's talking about like he went to college like in New Jersey or New York mm-hmm. and um he's from like the mid where is he from I think he's from like Ohio or something Yeah he's like from that. like the, the 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 middle of the country he's from Ohio or whatever and he's talking about how he he went to college in New York or New Jersey and it was like his first day there and he was meeting his dorm room uh mate his like roommate or whatever and and uh, so he was confused and he wanted to fit in so he didn't want to like seem too weird so they, he didn't realize that they call pizza pies. Yeah. There and you so he was like, <laughs> and he's like, uh, so his roommate's like, oh, you want to go house on a pie? And, I, and he was like, yeah, sure, uh, I'll go house on a pie. He goes, all right, cool. He's like, he's like, uh, what do you want on your half? He's like, I didn't know what a pie was at the time, so I just said that pumpkin. <laughs> 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 great, great. Uh, yeah, that is him. He he's another one that um, does a lot of food bits. That same uh, special, he talks about the peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. Oh, goober. Yeah, well, have you ever heard that bit? No. Oh my god, he's like, he's like, you guys ever see that uh, peanut butter and jelly in the same jar? He's like, how lazy do you have to be? He's <laughs> like, I want to meet the guy that needs that. He's like, you know, I could go for a sandwich, but uh, I'm not gonna open two jars. <laughs> I can't be opening and closing all kinds of jars, cleaning. Who knows how many knives? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking incredible. That dude kills me. I love how he's talking about uh, bifocals, <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> talking about how awkward bifocals are and he's like you look down you're like you look down and up and it's like is that a nant is that a comet (laughs) (laughs) it's a bird it's a plane it's alpha centauri (laughs) so hilarious He's, he's great um when i saw him live he like went out on the stage and was talking about how big the stage is 
And he was like, oh my God, look how huge the stage is. And he's like, I'm going to have to do big stage jokes all night. And he was like, you know, when you're bowling and the ball goes all the way over here. And he's like running around the stage. <laughs> Uh, I love that when I listen to other comedians during interviews and stuff, mostly on podcasts, uh, a lot of them bring up how Brian Regan is one of the funniest people of all time. He's so good. Yeah. He's so naturally funny. Yeah. Uh, And he just seems like a really nice guy. Like if you were to go up to him and talk to him for a little bit, you would have the best conversation. Mm -hmm. But even his, uh, his album, like... He's a physical comedian, but it still translates well on a CD. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. He just happens to make really funny faces when he yeah. delivers jokes. I remember listening to a bit about um, how you know people walk into spider webs and you're the only one that sees the spider web. <laughs> like some, someone from a distance will like, hey, look at the guy. What was he doing? He's going nuts. <laughs> you're just walking and everything was fine. You're just I'm losing it. <laughs> and, like He was talking about how he had to do that bit for his album and like <laughs> he had to like describe what he was doing <laughs> to, to make the joke work. Ugh. That's great. Yeah, I highly recommend uh, watching Brian Regan on yeah. YouTube or whatever. Anything you can find him on. So funny. Yeah, he's a, he's a great comedian. Yeah. Good pick. Thanks. Good pick. Wow. That's it. Anybody have honorable mentions? Um, Yeah, I, well, you already mentioned Bill Burr. He he was close on my list, but yeah. didn't make it. Um, I have an honorable mention. Um, I wanted to put I, I wanted to put him on my list, but I just I, I just couldn't. He barely, he just didn't make it. And uh, that is uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I like his stand-up. I love his stand-up. He is such a good storyteller, and he's so animated, and it's so fucking funny, some of the shit he says. Um, if you ever get to listen to the bit about him and his friend in the car dri- on the drive through uh, safari with the ostrich, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's really good. I'll check it out. Uh, uh, I guess mine would be Aziz Ansari. Yeah, he's funny. I like him a lot. Yeah. Roman had some uh, some honorable mentions. Actually, I, I remember who they are. Uh, his, he had two. He had Sarah Silverman and mm-hmm. Daniel Tosh. Ah, I like Sarah Silverman. I'm not a big fan of Daniel Tosh. I'm. I would say I'm the opposite. Really, you don't uh, like Sarah Silverman? Can't do it. I'm not a big Sarah Silverman person. I don't know. I something about her rubs me in the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, she has a funny. <laughs> she has a funny joke. <laughs> she was like, um, I think I don't even know if this made it into her act, but she said it on um, the Todd Glass show. Ooh, Todd Glass! I can't believe you didn't put Todd Glass on your list, Matt. I really love his show. Uh, I, I'm I'm okay with his stand up. Yeah. I don't love it. I like it a lot, but uh, her joke is like, um, she's like, I love, like, I really, like, get off giving a blowjob. Wait, did I say blowjob? I meant taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's Good not, one. That sounds like her. I think yeah. it's funny. No, yeah, yeah she, no, she's funny. I just, I'm, I'm not too familiar with her stuff. Um, so, mm. great, great grand. How's everybody doing? Good? Perfect. Great. Are you sure? Your life's not on the line anymore? Um. Yeah. So things are great. <laughs> uh Cool. So thank you oh, for listening. Oh, okay. And I'll, I was gonna say thanks for. If you don't know, we put out a bonus episode. Um, we did. We did. So if you guys haven't checked that out, um, we had our uh, top five favorite uh, Blossom facts. moments. Yeah. Our facts, facts from yeah. top from five the show Blossom. Yep. Top five favorite Blossom facts. And uh, yeah. Uh, definitely let us know what you think about that bonus episode because I think we're going to have a lot more coming your way that are in the vein of that or just other craziness. Yep. <laughs> more bonus Blossom episodes. Yep. All They're Blossom. all about Blossom. Yeah, Blossom's the shit. It is. <laughs> she is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we defined that she was an it. Oh, actually, yeah. we did. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash top5adeath. Uh, you can email us 
at uh, top5ofdeath at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at top5ofdeath and on Instagram at top5ofdeath. And um, don't forget, you can support the show by donating <laughs> on uh, the Facebook at Top 5 of Death. I'm talking with my hands a lot, <laughs> so they are laughing like, at me. He's like, yes. Because yeah. I'm nailing it. Death. Yes, <laughs> I'm nailing it. And we're clear. No. <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs>